Welcome back to the Two Beers Pod. We're ready to have some fun tonight. We got a lot to cover. First, let's start with the Two Brew Salute. Yeah, baby. Oh, Coming yeah. in hot with a King Sue. Uh, it's a double IPA by um, Toppling Goliath, who has a lot of highly ranked brews. Oh. I, I think I looked. I think this is in the top 250. I think it was like 43rd. I've never had it before. They, it just came to Pittsburgh recently. For, first Let me take off, a sip. For, I'm I'm pretty insulted because I brought you a, I brought you a King Sue two what? months ago outside your house by the bonfire. Yeah, I brought you those, bro, with the T Rex oh, with, with the dinosaur yeah, on with it. The T Rex. Oh my gosh. Dude, wow. you're right. Oh our, man, I think our friendship is dead. That this isn't scripted, by the way. He really just pulled that shit out of his ass right there, trying to act like he never had that before. Oh. I heard my, oh man, my my buddies Alex and Jim from Harrisburg, the Canada of Pennsylvania, turned me onto that, and I go, dude, to this, it's amazing. There's no way you gave me this, you dude. Liar. I I go to this sketchy ass liquor store to get that that comes in every Wednesday. I'm, liar. I'm hurt. I uh. Yeah. All right. Well, what you drinking, man? I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the Double Nickel Weekend Warrior from the Double Nickel Brewing Co. I was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't. I, I was. I was a little full from my Chipotle dinner, and I was gonna. Go, <laughs> I was. I was gonna go easy with like a Corona Light or a Premier or something. But our topics all on tap tonight. They would both. Both of the. the yeah. What we got on tap, bro? What we both got? Both of these characters from the shows would be embarrassed for me not to go hard. So. Um, yeah, we're switching it up today. We're we're gonna, we're gonna go with with movies and entertainment first, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get Jordan's reaction to Cobra Kai, which is mm. just hitting hitting the country, probably the entire world by storm. Uh, Silence. The amazingness of it, and in the recent podcast, you've heard me say that Jo is just an old curmudgeon. And I just need to know how amazing he thought this was, or if the my opinion that he probably hates it is going to come to true. Um, then we're going to go into some some review and predictions for the Mandalorian, which is opening, I guess, season two. I'm not sure how they're calling this stuff. I would assume it's called season yeah, two. Yeah, it's streaming, starting streaming tomorrow. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Uh, awesome show and uh you know we're gonna have a little surprise when we talk about that and then we're mm-hmm. we're gonna hit some some world series reactions uh you know a little nfl and uh you know if anybody threw some money on the parlay last week they won some big dollars like we did and we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna let it ride six to one into week three um you know speaking of sue since you're drinking a king sue i i feel like sue from swingers right now i was uh you know, to prep for this pod, I was downstairs in my basement playing my new NBA Jam arcade game, a literal mm-hmm. arcade, and uh, I was going for my tenth straight win. And some some little twerp logged in. It's on the online version in the fourth quarter, and definitely had a cheat code, and I lost by two. And <laughs> and I'm this kid made Wait, every what's that sh- to do with anything, dude. Dude, this kid made because I felt like Sue from Swingers when he's playing the Sega Genesis hockey game. What's that to do with Norm, man? And he steps. This has nothing to do with Norm. <laughs> he steps away, and Vince Vaughn puts in the cheat code to bloody up and uh, basically bash it when Gretzky's head. So. I'm not happy. My win streak. I was really building up my stats here and my credibility with the twelve year olds of America. Right. So but let's get let's get into Cobra Kai. So yeah. for anyone that doesn't know, Cobra Kai is a continuation of the karate kid thirty years after Daniel LaRusso wins the under eighteen all valley double A karate tournament mm-hmm. against the heavy odds on favorite Johnny Lawrence. Out of the dojo, Cobra Kai. That's right. 
uh, so Jo, you're you, you got through the first season in what two days? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, instant two days. Instant instant thoughts after watching instant the first reaction. Episode okay, and then going through it. I watched the first episode, and this is not going to help my curmudgeon status. But I watched the first episode, and the first scene is the championship match at the All Valley uh, meet, and from the movie, and and, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is is that Buck Owens as the MC? And then I like got all excited. You know, country music legend Buck Owens. No, it was not. I looked it up. Anyway, um, second reaction was I was like, dang. Johnny LaRusso, from the side angle, he kind of looks like Chip Gaines from Chip and Joanna, watching that with my wife. So who? who wait, <laughs> no, so that clarifying. wasn't him, obviously either. It's which, the same actor that which, played that which, played Johnny LaRusso from the movie. Which er, character? Which, hold on, which character are you talking about? Because there's Johnny Lawrence. Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel, Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, jo- yeah, no, yeah, 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 Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Lawrence. All right. Um. So yeah, yeah. So, um. Anyway, third reaction was, man. Mrs. LaRusso, looking good. Oh, Love yeah. her. Oh yeah. She every time she's on screen, getting the new celebrity crush. Love you, it. Which, you always you always did have a thing for moms. I, that is true. But oh wait, are you talking are you talking about his wife or his, his actual Danny LaRusso's mom? wife? Oh, right, well you said Mrs. LaRusso. I just assumed you meant his mom. No, no. Oh, you're talking. Oh, <laughs> she's you're like talk- seventy five. Dude, there's there's no shame in that. <laughs> there is no shame in liking the silver hair. Now movies. here's I want I, I've been holding this in. Since yeah, I watched I need, episode I, I need, one, I need, I need to know. Do you? So I had to look this up because obviously I'm, I have to start stalking my new celebrity crush. Sure. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. Oh, who is it? It is Sheldon Cooper's sister from. Big oh, Bang. you're so right. It's Missy Cooper, grown yep. up. Oh. Oh, love it. Oh, love, love, love. Oh, so okay. good. Great call. So now, call. now that we got my initial reactions out of the way um uh that were very topical um dude it i i, I like th- so like i can't turn away i love it it's it amazing is, it is yes. so much yes. fun yes and like I, I but like through like three or four episodes i'm like is this good i'm like i like they they make they make johnny lawrence um kind of like uh, so drew and i are like in our mid-30s so like all that whole like macho tough guy be a man thing like oh that's real obviously we grew up with that like yeah but this guy johnny lawrence who's now what 40s or 50s yeah probably 40s like he's still like stuck in the 80s like he drives an 80s car listens to 80s music like he in his mind like he's he's been living as a bum because he lost his karate tournament when he was 18 and and he just says all these ridiculous things, and he's like, he's like Mr. Macho Tough Guy, and then he's coming across all these millennials and Gen, Gen Z kids, and they're like, don't know how to take him. He doesn't know how to take them. And I'm like, okay, like, and, and and it's really funny the interactions, but it's kind of like cheesy. And I'm like, is this good? And my conclusion by the time I got through first season is, it's not good. It is fantastic. It is so well done. It is tremendous. So well done. Yeah, I dude, I love it. I. uh I I tried to go two episodes a day just to not you know get rid of it in two days and then you know not be able to enjoy it. Yeah, that, that lasted two days. I got before <laughs> I I just had to start crushing it. Uh, you know our 
our our buddy Mikey turned me on to it. Uh, I thought he was joking. Uh, and oh well, I'm glad that you passed uh, that that flame on to me. It, it is so good. Yeah, you know, I what I really like about it is that jo- you know Johnny Lawrence is this big bully and tough guy coming from the movie, and not only now has he kind of he's he's still that guy, but now not only is he training to your point, he's he's interacting with these millennials who have no I, I forget what the I don't know if it was Guns and Roses or. Uh, yeah, it was it was, AC, it was GNR. Some, yeah, some, baby. Some, some band he, that the kid didn't even know the name of, and he looked yeah. like he, he literally looked like he wanted to throw him like through the glass window of the dojo. Oh uh, yeah, and then rat. But then he's also now dealing with the you know the underdogs and the nerdy kids, whereas he was the tough guy from the movie. And then on the flip side, you got Daniel Larusso, who's now who was the underdog. Now he's got it made, you know. He's he's got the daughter who's crushing like, the game in the uh, dealerships. Oh, yeah. And and the the two sleeper characters, cousin Louie is just amazing. Oh my god! I, I, Get I love, out of here, dude. Cousin Louie, cousin Louie is so funny. And then his his little uh, spoiled brat kid just cracks me up. When <laughs> he's yeah. just he's he's like sitting. Oh, there I thought you say Dimitri. Dude, he's he's sit oh well hold on. Well yeah. He's he's ordering he's ordering like drones off Amazon. He asks his dad to get him a Coke and then five minutes later he's like screaming at him because he doesn't have it yet. That kid is great. Uh you know, the cast is awesome. Dimitri's great. Uh what's your what's like your, your first what's your favorite, like two or three favorite lines from it? Oh man. Um Oh god. Dim- I mean Dimitri in the second episode when it's basically a scene out of Mean Girls. And you know he's sitting there. He's sitting there making jokes about how yeah, there's no way these hot girls would talk to him. And then after they like basically make fun of the their table, he basically goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I, I don't care how mean they are. I'd kill you both just for her to spit in my face. <laughs> I mean that that's fantastic. Um, my fa- my favorite episode of the first season was when Johnny Lar after Louis blows up his car. Johnny Lawrence goes to Larusso's house and like an epic stare down in the that backyard. That was such a good episode. Well, Man, and then it was and then, so good. And then they're in the bar, like basically stalking. Yeah, that was awesome. Ex- stalking their ex girlfriend from high Facebook. school. Yeah. And I, yeah. I like, you know, I, I, he goes, I, he, goes uh, yeah. he goes, wow, for someone you don't care about, you really know a lot about her. He goes, yeah, I got her on Facebook. He's like, what's a Facebook? What's a Facebook? <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't connect to the internet. Um, yeah, I love that episode too because I just, pre- I pretty much picture all my ex-girlfriends sitting there at a bar with each other, like stalking my, oh my Facebook gosh. and my Instagram. I'm they, sure that's exactly I, what happened. Dude, I mean, they don't have to do that. They just have to go to the Seton Hall uh, business school website yeah, and just see right. whoever just check out my mission wrote, that I wrote. wrote the mission statement about integrity. That's me. Yeah. And they're just thinking about how they missed the boat. Just like uh, Johnny Lawrence is <laughs> with Allie. And, uh, there's r- rumor, rumors are, I know you're not through season two, but rumors are Elizabeth shoe is going to be in season three, which is just going to take it to a whole nother level. Um, it's it's so good. I, I highly recommend everybody watching it. When uh, what I forget? I don't even. Oh, Eugene. When uh, when Eugene comes in with the mohawk and goes, I flipped the script. That yeah, is that was good. That's yeah. so good. Um, there's one more. So, there's yeah. so much good stuff. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, you know, I actually just bought uh this uh this website I've been I've been using to purchase stuff off of for a while. Contenders Clothing. They do like Rocky uh Rocky like uh, um. I was gonna say like trunk, like the boxing trunks. They do them okay. as like boxers and stuff. Um, they came out with a Karate Kid line before Cobra Kai even came out, and okay. now they're probably hitting it big. Another failed failed attempt that I should have invested in when I had the mm. chance. Um, yeah. So I got me a Cobra Kai hoodie coming. Um, I'm all I'm all in. 
Cobra Kai never dies. Highly recommend. Yeah, Cobra. Kai, you know, I got my kids saying that. Oh God! And then I, how about uh? And then I keep, and then I the keep big, saying that yeah. to J to my son JP. Yeah. He's like, no, Cobra Kai dies, yeah. and then he punches me. And for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, uh, I won't spoil the uh, surprise in the finale. But another 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 treasured character from the original Karate Kid shows up, and it's just gonna take things to the next level in season two. So, Cobra Kai. Go with it. Uh, watch it. Season three is coming out in January, so you know over the next few uh, couple months, catch up on the first two seasons. I give yep. it. A, I give it a big ten out of ten. Yeah, so good. I, uh, watch it for sure. So much fun. So much fun. You'll laugh. It's funny. Oh yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about the Mandalorian, and this is something I'm very excited for. Our first guest on the pod. First guest on two. The beers. one, the only, Casey Shea, Star Wars expert. Let's go, Casey. Welcome Savant. to the pod. What did I just walk into? All right. I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't know. You got a beer in hand, or are we, are we the only ones drinking here? No, I got one. We're good. What are you? Uh, what are you sipping on? Uh, Backwoods Bastard. Ooh. Okay. I like the sound of that. Is that the brewery, or is that the name of it? That's the name of it. It's uh, Founders, I believe. Oh, oh Founders, okay. all right. That's big around here. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a nice, now that it's Michigan little, in the house. It's a little little cooler outside now, so now that we've, uh, you know, we can start getting in, we're back into, like, the stouts and the porters, but it's a, uh, like, a bourbon barrel stout. Ooh. Uh, nice. So, nice. Sexy. Yeah. All right. Well, before before we get into the Mandalorian, Drew, Drew, you want to uh, you want to do a my cousin Vinny uh, cross examination of Casey's credentials, yeah. so right? Now, so now some of the some of the thousands of listeners we have right now are probably saying, <laughs> why why what 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 qualifies Casey Shea to talk Mandalorian Star Wars? So I'm gonna sit here. You know, I did some research. I tried to I tried to see what Star Wars fans basically say are some of the hardest trivia questions to answer so let me oh, let me man. flip open my uh my notes here oh that's only fan sorry wrong link. <laughs> uh all right here we go here we go so question i'm gonna give you three questions we're gonna rapid fire them just answer them when you know it question one what type of being is han solo's partner and co-pilot chewy he's a wookie wookie oh i was all okay right, that was easy that you know, I'm just going off the site here. Okay. In the Empire Strikes Back, this individual ends up being Luke Skywalker's father. Name that character. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Name that. Hey, no one's talking to you, Jay. This is Casey's time. I, I, be, I believe, if if memory serves, I believe uh, it's. Darth Vader. Ooh, all right. Darth all right. Vader. No, we also hold on. One. We also okay, would have okay. we also would have accepted Anakin Skywalker. See, I was gonna throw that out there too, but I didn't want people to be like flipping a table at home. Like, <laughs> that wasn't his name in the movie. In all right. and here's I, and here's here here's uh, this this one might stump you. Who stole the Millennium Falcon from Han Solo? Well, I guess at what point? Yeah, which time? Who was the fir- or uh, in from the after originals? after the Return of the Jedi? Who steals Han Solo's beloved Millennium Falcon? After Return of the Jedi or after Reten- after Return of the Jedi and before the Force Awakens? Okay. Oh man, what the hell is his name? 
It's a classic scene. Is it Nick Nolte? Oof. That would <laughs> that that would be good for the topic. <laughs> I don't know. Rather than have dead air, Giannis, let's just say what yeah. the answer is. Giannis Duquesne stole the Millennium Falcon. Now, is that, that a basketball player? What are you it, talking no, about? No, it was Giannis Duquesne, who 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 it was stole. Who then they had it stolen by the Irving boys, who then had it stolen by Unker Plutt. So it's a little three wow. phase, little fa- three phase question well, there that, uh, that Ray Ray fills him in on. See, I, I you thought they were all going to be soft. Oh, and that ends really, up on yeah. uh, wherever threw, Ray is. Yeah, Jack threw, yeah, and that's how that's Jack how they yeah. end up in Jack the Coo, Falcons. Yeah. So, you know, I think sixty six percent qualifies you as about as I mean, big a savant as I know. I mean, Meatloaf said two out of three ain't bad, right? That's right. That's <laughs> you got that. Right, I mean, he is the authority on whether things are bad or not. So I mean, that's right. So let's let's get into it. So the Mandalorian hot. Let's off. talk about what we liked in the first season. What, oh, for what, sure. Oh, what yeah. What did you guys like in season one? I mean. Just Casey, do it. Do a thirty-second recap of what have you know what season one was all about and what you liked about it. I mean, the the thing is, like, I think the reason it resonated so well is that it's not you know it's still in the Star Wars universe, but it's not the traditional you know it doesn't involve the Skywalkers, it doesn't involve you know any of the 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 stuff that we've all come to know and love, but it still has that nostalgia about it. And then it, I don't think they ever anticipated the child or baby Yoda, whichever you want to call it, becoming like just this massive sensation that it did. Oh, I think uh, they knew exactly. My uh, as tailor made. I don't I mean, know, man. My my wife works for the for the Disney company, and those things fly off the shelves. Similar, oh, of course. Why similar to they? Frozen. Like I don't I don't think Disney <laughs> Disney did. Well, I'm saying Disney didn't realize the gold mine they had when they put that movie out. Like they they were back ordered well, maybe for that's a true. year on stuff, but I think yeah. I think it's the same the same thing with two out of three. Yoda. You guys said it, so it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. Um, the thing I, I that stood out to me from season one is just you know it's so it 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 feels very real. Which if you think of the original Star Wars, um, you know it was real like gritty, dirty, f- foggy, smoggy, um. And then if you go episodes one through three, it's like real shiny and glitzy and CGI. And awful, Excuse me. but... Hey, now. Um, <laughs> Another and <pod>? then uh, <laughs> You're on the wrong pod. <laughs> and then episodes um, seven through nine do a good job of, like, mixing it. But they, to me, they feel like typical Hollywood blockbusters to me. And the Mandalorian to me does not feel like a typical Hollywood blockbuster. It does not feel CGI glitzy. It feels like real. It's grimy. It's it's rough. And I, I like it. It feels like you're watching a uh, a good show like that. I don't know. Like I just I, I feel like it captures the time period for where things are. You know, like it's right after the fall of the empire. After so, episode uh, six, yeah. Yeah, you know, so just even, like, the, the details of, you know, the stormtroopers outside of, you know, or that are guarding the client, you know, and the... That was hilarious. That's yeah, it. yeah, but, you know, their suits are, like, dirty and dingy and, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like, they're not, like, the polished white that you're used to seeing, you know. Like, they everybody knows, like, it's, like, the Empire's seen better days, you know. Yeah, like, the galactic um, government is just kind of, like, in flux and it's just kind of, like... <laughs> 
there's a lot of every man for himself, Wild West kind of stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like the 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 connection. It, I guess it's weird because they built, you know, Boba Fett, like the, the king of all, you know, bounty hunters that everybody gets all, you know, jacked up yeah. about, like when, as far as like Mandalorians go. And then you have this new guy and you expect him to be this like, you know, ruthless, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, he has this about phase and now he's like, he goes just against all protocol, like all everything, which is so out of character for a Mandalorian and then now he's got this, you know, basically inseparable bond with the child and just seeing how that's playing out and how, you know, he's meeting, you know, old friends like Cara Dune, you know, and it's just, like, it's this cool like, I, I don't know, like, I totally just geek out over this show yeah. like, I can't get enough of it because yeah. it's just so well done and perfect and the people that are in charge of it you know, like Dave Filoni and John Favreau, like get it. Like they just, they should just be handed the keys to the franchise at this point and just let them run with let it. Roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Casey. I, I I really enjoyed it because you know it was I think it was a fresh story with a familiar setting, right? So it still has all the components of the Star Wars universe, but you know it's a new story that doesn't involve you know it's not really the Empire and the Republic you know, the, the Jedi and the Sith, um, you know, and you just kind of, you don't really know where the story's going because how, how many, do we know how many years this is in between, uh, mm, this question. and Force Awakens? Casey, I, mean, was... I don't know if they've mapped that out, but. <sighs> and follow-up question, do we know how old the baby Yoda is yet? 50. 50. I thought, yeah, I thought 50. so, but I didn't know if that was a hypothetical that Casey and I, we, we went down a couple rabbit holes one day. Nice. I wasn't sure if that was a well, hypothetical we threw out. I think they did, but like like I, I said, said Katie and, Casey and I have been down some rabbit holes on on the what ifs of Baby one, Yoda. Yeah. So um, yeah, like I so I you know so I'm 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 all invested. You know I think I think one of the who's Baby problem- Yoda's dad. Uh, <laughs> oh, who's the mom? Like, there's, there's... et cetera, et cetera. Like, what? Like, yeah. we went down some rabbit holes of like, oh, where man. did he come from? If he's 50 years old, does so? Like you said, Drew, your question was, how far are we past episode six, the la- the the yeah. um the movie? So, is it possible? <laughs> is it possible that Yoda, he's, Yoda's the dad? So, was Yoda hooking up with some other Yoda on Tatooine, or like, what was like? Uh, yeah, like you just don't know. Like I, you know, I think I think probably the most popular non-episode movie is probably Rogue One. Yeah. Um, you know, and I really like that movie, but like the whole time I never really got invested in any of the character. I know we argue about this all the time, Jo, but like I just knew they were all gonna die because like yeah. that's the story. Like though, like you know, they basically insinuate in Episode Four that nobody really survived. Like they transmitted the plans from that planet, so clearly nobody handed it off to Princess Leia. So yeah. th- like the whole time I'm like, all right, cool. Like I really like uh, I really like this chick running around and you know kicking butt and gonna save the world. But yeah, she's probably gonna die by the time the movie ends. Yeah, um, yeah I hear that. You know, the only the, thing I the only thing I didn't expect in that movie was that badass Darth Vader scene oh, at the very end. That was at the just very so good. End, that was yeah, good. that was so good. Uh, it was like, I, like I literally had this conversation like the other day with somebody and. You know, it takes a lot for me in a movie theater to, to like make an audible noise that's not laughter. Like if I go to a comedy, like obviously I'm gonna laugh and feel sure, fine right, about it. Right. When Vader, you know, like, when that scene happens and it's all dark, and you just hear him breathe, and then the lightsaber ignites, 
like there was some noise that just came out of the back of my. <laughs> you could. It was like a squeal you couldn't even control. Yeah, and it it was just like my wife looked at me and was like, "What?" And I'm like, "You have no idea." Like, so good, so good. So good. Oh man. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, um, so hey, so what are we expecting in season two? And Nick Casey, well, this is where your expertise comes in because. I know you've watched all those little CGI cartoons, and you're you've been down the rabbit hole on what's her name, Aruku or Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Yeah. So what? So what do we, as the huge nerd that you are, what are you expecting in season two with the new characters, and kind of where's it gonna go, and what do we think, baby? Okay, where we where we leave off? Let's let. So where do we leave off, and where's it going? All right, so we left off with the thing that, again, like I looked at my wife because like she's into 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 Star Wars, like not. She's probably more like our level, like not your level. Yeah, I mean, she's not into it like (laughs) as as much as me necessarily, but you know, so the that final scene where you know, uh, like Mando or Dinjarin, you know, defeats or we think defeats you know Moff Gideon in his Tie Fighter. And you think, oh, well, he, you know, the, the TIE fighter crashed, Moff Gideon's dead, obviously, whatever. And then Gideon, like, just emerges out of, like, cuts a hole. Was that the Darksaber that was coming it out is. of the thing? It is and the Darksaber. Was, was, that, was that where it ended? It is, yeah. Okay. So, the, the, like, the, the, the mere fact that they brought the, the Darksaber into live action for the first time just again it was almost to the point of like the vader lightsaber igniting because <laughs> you know like aaron looks at me and was like oh all right he's got a lightsaber i'm like it is not a lightsaber <laughs> that is <laughs> and for like, for for point of reference who's who's wielding that uh that dark saber it, at what point at, at is it end. gideon it's gideon yeah it's Gide- yeah right and who play and who, who, well, who, who's Gideon most famous for playing? Outer Rim Los Poyos Hermanos. Gusto, ah, Gustavo Spring. Gustavo <laughs> Spring. It's only fitting that a bad that badass gets to wield that weapon. So yeah, sorry, that's a good point. I, I deferred. I deferred. But go ahead. Yeah, that's a good point. So I don't think like, you know what deferred means, but no, I, I, that, now unlike Ambassador, that I did use incorrectly. So <laughs> I meant to say, I meant I, I meant to say, I meant digress. to say, I digress. So I uh, gotcha. Um, We're I'm all sipping, on the same I'm page. This We're all having all fun. Quickly here. All right, so so uh, Gus Fring has the has the dark saber, and uh, what what else is what? So what what else is going on next? So well, they they had better. I guess there's all these rumors that that we're gonna see Ahsoka Tano, who obviously also has not shown up in a live action. Only in the cartoons, right? Only in the cartoons. Um, and hey, can I interrupt you real quick? So, yeah. what what period was the cartoons? Like, what in between what what movies and all that? And it's how many there, cartoons was there and all that? There's two. There's Clone Wars, which how many uh, episodes was that? There's what seven seasons or something okay. of Clone Wars. And, and what movie was that between? It's during the prequels. Okay, so, so it's in between, all, between two, all it's one, in between two, and three, two and three of the prequels. Right? It's like between two and three, I yeah. think, is Clone Wars. And okay. then I want to say, and don't quote me on this, because it's a little bit late and I'm a little tired. But I want to say like Rebels took place before the events of uh, New Hope. Okay. 
So that was the, it, that was the second uh, cartoon series. Yes. It was between three and four. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Continue. So Ahsoka shows up in both of those. Okay. Both of them. You know, okay. She like the real like quick version is she's essentially Anakin's Padawan, oh, and then okay. and then you know gets framed for like bombing a hangar and oh, committing and basically like committing atrocities against the Jedi Order and the Republic and stuff. Oh, um, who really did it? But it was her friend uh, Barris Offee, who oh, was sure. another Padawan. Um, who's who's Padawan? One was he? She, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, is it another who female? She was. Yeah, I just, I remember, like, the episode, and it was like, you knew all along that, that Ahsoka hadn't, hadn't actually done it. But you didn't and, know who the bad one was? Right. Oh. And then, you know, even Anakin and, and Yoda and, like, Mace Windu and, like, all these people, like, they didn't know, like, they all Oh, dang, they that, couldn't like, figure it out either? Yeah, they were all convinced that Ahsoka did it, because Barriss, like, framed her pretty well, oh, and man. then eventually it comes out, you know, okay, Ahsoka didn't do it. Um, and then they try and allow Ahsoka back into the Jedi Order, and Ahsoka basically turns her back on him. It's like, screw you guys! Like you didn't believe me, and so like she loses oh, she her. Oh, done messed up. Yeah, so like she loses her faith in the she, Jedi Order. She's like a rogue like, Jedi at that point. So she just like leaves, like walks out, like she's done, you know. And then it, she comes back, like spoiler alert, but she comes back in the Rebels franchise under like the code name Fulcrum. And starts like giving the the rebels team or the main character or the main cast in that anyway like them information about like what the empire is doing and all this. So it's like she's basically like helping them along, and then ultimately she ends up confronting Vader and doesn't know initially that it's Anakin. Oh, and it, so like there's this whole like her arc is just amazing. Like if you look her up, like fans have like. I don't want to say an unhealthy, like, obsession with her. Let's call it an unhealthy obsession. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, but she's that awesome. Like, she's she's literally one of, like, the top characters in the entire Star Wars universe. Like, like I would put her up there. Wow. So, basically, like, the way that series sort of ends is that she and one of the Rebel crew, Sabine Wren, who is a Mandalorian, which is how we tie this back in... Mm go looking or promise to look for a Jedi named Ezra Bridger from the Rebels series. Like, he's trapped in, like, there's, like, this very weird, and I won't try and explain it, but there's, like, a very weird, like, time travel element. What? That's what I was about to ask Ness. So this this girl, she made it from all the episodes 1, 2, and 3, all the way through 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and now she's... Allegedly, yeah. Oh wait, no, no. We're some, I'm sorry. We're between six and seven. So she Correct. made it. Okay. Well, that, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and Mando only takes place. I think I don't think we actually answered this, but it takes place five years after Jedi. So, oh, only five. Yeah, so that's why like everything okay. is still like very dingy and grimy looking from as far as that goes. But you know, so the fact that they announced that she's coming back and that there's at least the rumor, if not confirmed, I don't know off the top of my head, but that Ahsoka is going to get her own either movie or spin-off show. Is she going to be in Mando though? Supposedly she's going to be in it. Now, okay. I don't I don't know if this is going to be the the amount of people that they've or characters that they've announced that are going to show up in this in one way or another. Like Sabine you can't have Ahsoka in this without Sabine being in it. 
Okay. Like, just where it was left off in Rebels. Like, I'd be stunned if Sabine isn't in it, especially being that she is a Mando. And at one point, she did hold and wield the Darksaber, but then gave it up. So, hmm. how Gideon obtains this Darksaber, which is, like, just to put it so in So, people the, were thinking she that Gideon obtained it from her, and well, then she, it's going to intertwine in with uh, Ahsoka, and, and... Yeah, like, she... Sabine gave it up because she didn't feel it's basically like I don't want to say or it's kind of like to numb this down or whatever but basically like if you hold the dark saber you're like a big deal like among Mandalorians like not like the king of Mandalorians or any of that kind of stuff but like you're a big deal like that's so like instead, a very so instead of having weapon. a library full of mahogany and leather bound books they have yeah. they have a library yeah, the full, they have a, <laughs> yeah. li- a library full of dark sabers and the Mandalorian steel yeah, I mean, like that, like the weapon itself goes back, like, like. Wait, is there only one dark saber? Yeah, it goes oh. back like thousands yeah. of years. It was actually held like real nerd alert here, but it was held by like the first Mandalorian to ever be accepted into the Jedi Order, and then it, there's this whole thing like in the Old Republic and blah blah blah, whatever. But so a Jedi held a dark saber. He's a Mandalorian who became a Jedi. He was uh. like. So he was accepted into the order and then like died, I think, and then they were guarding his dark saber and then somebody broke in and took it and then then it became One thing this leads whole, to like, another and it, yeah, and this played out over like thousands of years and all this stuff. So anyway, like so the you, fact that so you, like So you know all that, but you didn't know that Duquesne stole the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> that's that's where we the, are right now. The, right, I guess the, right. I guess this shows you like what I care about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, case give me give me two Easter eggs from season one that people may not have noticed that could explain what might happen in season two or other aspects of the Star Wars universe. I, there's one I'm thinking of that I didn't even notice that you pointed out to me. But what do you, what are the two biggest Easter eggs that stood out to you in the first season? All right, so. The first one that jumps out, and why I can't shake the the theory of of where Baby Yoda came from, is in what is it the very or the second episode when he returns the child, and you know the client hands him like you know his payment of Beskar steel, and when he enters the room and the the assistant comes running in. Like if you guys remember, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I remember yeah, yeah. you told me about this. Yeah, you're yeah. Go- so, this is where I this is ahead, what I was going. thinking too. So I didn't want to interrupt you. But yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like he comes in, he's like, oh, oh, don't shoot, don't shoot, and the patch that he's wearing mm-hmm. on his on his you know shirt or whatever you want to call it or coat, um, is believed to be a like Camino patch, like the cloning right. center on cloning Camino. center. Yeah. So where they made that, the where where they made the clone army, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And possi- well, and possibly the clone of Palpatine in episode 9. Oh, let's yeah. uh, let's just leave that right there. We'll <laughs> leave that right there. We're gonna, we'll, we'll put possibly a, we'll, the clone of Palpatine. We're going to put a pin. We're going to put a pin put in a that. Put a pin right in that, there. We're going to okay. we're going to we're going to unleash that in our grinds my gears. Oh, let's all right. What's your other what's your other Easter okay, egg? Okay, what's what's yeah, that, 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 that's what I was thinking out. of that I didn't notice that you pointed out to me as we were Texting like a bunch of schoolgirls when this whole thing was going on and getting released. Yeah, so so that one's interesting to see if they actually do anything or if it was just like a like a nod to you know the the old you know guard and that kind of stuff or if it actually means anything. But you know 
is baby Yoda actually a clone? You know, you know, what were they, what were they trying to extract from him? You know, like that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, really like the second one, I think we already covered it like that. Like, I can't stress how, how mad I was when the season ended with, with Gideon standing on his, you know, wrecked TIE fighter holding the dark saber. I'm like, how, how did you get that? Like, <laughs> why, why do you have that? And, and it's, the, the significance I didn't realize of it there was only like, one. Firstly, I probably didn't even realize it was a, the the dark saber, and I I didn't know there was only one. That's nuts. Well, other fun tidbit: at one point throughout, like the people that have held it, Darth Maul held it and fought mm. and fought Sidious, like AKA you know Palpatine and whatever, like fought him with it and lost. So, hate to see it. There's you're rumors. you're 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 dying for some Darth Maul uh, prequels, right? <sighs> yeah, I mean, did you see my Facebook page? Like, I don't I, want to call this oh, out or it's, anything. It's, but it's going out. I did it's not. Go, it's going I don't out on Facebook. The, it's going out on the Twitter account. That picture. It's, <laughs> we will make sure the people see that. <laughs> it is. It is. It's already been seen. You know, I love me some memes and some Photoshop, but that that picture's going out on the Twitter account. Uh, but yeah, I know. I know you love you some Darth Maul. Uh, yeah. So. The fact that, like, and even he's been, like, rumored to show up. Like, I'm guessing it's probably, like, a flashback of some kind. But, okay. you know, the actor himself, like, on his Instagram account, I think, tweeted, or not tweeted, but, uh, like, posted something about, like, like Darth Maul's returning. Or it was very cryptic, but it was very obvious in the same way. So, it basically, like, it, what I don't want to see happen is... Like, I'm excited for all these characters to, to potentially show up, like the ones that have been confirmed that they're going to show up. What I don't want it to do is take away from the, like, the master class that season one was. Yeah. You know, like, they don't need, it, like, Mando doesn't necessarily need the crutch of the rest of the series. Like, we don't need, like, cameo after cameo after cameo to support and prop up the series. Like, it's too good as it is. So like introduce them like advance the story you know use it as the springboard or whatever but don't like i don't yeah. need to see like mando's troop become all these other characters that we already or that i already know from putting in the time from watching all these other shows and stuff yeah i mean D disney just does everything the right way i i can't see them doing that I, like when they when they know something works they just they just stick with the model they they don't stray too far off so Hopefully, to your point, they, they stick with it for the Mandalorian as well. Gotcha. All right, guys. Well, let's put let's uh let's put a bow on that, as Drew likes to say. And hey, I have two, um, Casey, real, real, real quick, I got two I got two two uh two little funny tidbits on the Mandalorian myself before we wrap it up. I'll be quick. Okay. One, can I, Jordan? I know you're a loser and you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Actually, I didn't really like Game of Thrones. I was just plot committed. But Casey, you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, I have not. I will out myself oh. as that. No, I didn't either. I was yeah. going to say. So what do you want to say? I was going to say it's pretty ironic that the main, the the actor that plays the Mandalorian, uh, Pedro Pascal, he plays a a character in Game of Thrones, who actually he spoiler alert he dies because he didn't wear a helmet. So it's kind of funny and ironic <laughs> that he is playing the Mandalorian who will, who refuses to take his helmet off. Um, so that's a pretty funny tidbit. And shout out to our man Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Apollo Creed. Mm, this, I believe, oh, yeah. is the first time he's ever survived a series or movie <laughs> without dying. So he may he may die in season two, but he, survived. Back, he survived season one without dying. 
it took him it took him maybe 50 years but props to that dude for finally finally getting through all and right carl weathers was worth it carl weathers was worth it that's what i yeah that's those are my two ironic tidbits to uh to close out mando but right. premieres tomorrow that disney plus doesn't do it yeah like Netflix. yeah good point it coming out yeah. tomorrow and they they release one a week one it ain't week, like yeah. everything else where you they release it all and you binge they, it so they may do two tomorrow i i have a feeling it's going to be two episodes but yeah you typically yeah. it's once a week so uh they they keep you keep you in there but casey sir thank you oh you're um, great Casey. Can you just uh, go on hold there for a second, and um, we are going to pop that second beer. Uh, I already had to pop it earlier, but I got myself a um, a Coors Banquet beer in the short neck bottle. Yeah, boy. What you got, Drew? Uh, you know me, man. I don't mix. I, I stay consistent. I'm doing a second double, uh, double, nickel, double nickel weekend All right. warrior. All right, so let's, uh, let's, let's crack open this nut of the World Series real quick. Oh, um uh, let me just lay the scene here. It's a it was a really good series in terms of baseball. Good series. Um, Dodgers one in six. Um, Which you game, said you what did, you said Dodgers there was, seven there's, there's, right? I, I said, said Dodgers I said seven. You said you said yeah. Sabre, uh, yeah you said you said Rays six. Um, uh, there, there's three things I want to touch on here. Go, go for it. Firstly, game four was so good. The Do- the Dodgers did like you said. They they went cutesy with the bullpen. They let the Rays back in it, back and forth, back and forth. Ugh, yep. The end of the game, uh, Ares Arena, who really could have won MVP on Dude, the losing guy, squad. Is he? Is there a more fun player in baseball right now? No. The answer is no. no, flat out. Yeah, and no. so he's coming home to the plate, play at the plate, and the, oh. the, the catcher takes his eye off the ball for a second. Ares Arena falls eight feet from the plate. The, catcher, the ball gets by the catcher. Ares Arena scrambles and slaps home plate. Game over. Rays win 8-7. That was yeah, and, awesome. And, not, and it was pretty hilarious how J- Jensen isn't backing up home plate. He's just like – he's just standing in no man's land between yeah, the pitcher's man and home plate. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy that ninth Fun inning. game. Oh, Second man. thing I wanted to touch on was um, – I guess I wanted to touch on four things. <laughs> Second thing I wanted to touch on was um, – I think – was it Margot who tried to steal – home yeah uh, yeah i cannot stand clayton kershaw he does that thing and i, I like I, I like started to get angry that i wish that he could he could be so successful but that's okay because Margot clayton kershaw when he when there's somebody on base and he comes to the set position he does that freaking yeah. weird thing where he stretches where he out his arm. it's like he's doing way yoga. up in yeah. the air it's like he's doing and he yoga pulls him down it's a balk and they let him get away with it because it's him yeah. and when he was doing all those crazy ass gyrations margot was on third and he sprinted towards home and and he almost stole home so and i was close. oh i just wanted him to get that stolen base so bad just because yeah. i hate that stupid stuff oh man that kershaw and does. he uh I'll, and i'll tell you that was it was first and third with nobody out i i I was like, here it is, big game. Game. We talked about it last week on the pod. I was like, if I'm a Dodger fan, I don't want it to be two two with Kershaw in the mound in Game Five. Mm-hmm. And there they are, up one run. It's uh, yeah, fourth inning, first and third, nobody out. I'm like, here it is. Here comes the rally. And man, he str- first first to strike. He got out the jam, dude. Yeah, first a strikeout, then a baby pop fly, and then yeah, and then the stolen base, and that was. That was it. So oh, Kirk, I wanted him Kirk to steal home the... like Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That oh, would have been so I good. Think, I, I don't know if it's World Series or his postseason career, the first time in a series he, he took two wins home. Okay. 
So he, you know, yeah. he, he came up, uh, he came up big in the fall league championship. I gotta, so I gotta that, give it to so him. That so that was, was good. Go ahead, now, go I wish it came out a little bit different there. Third thing I wanted to touch on, obviously in the deciding game, Blake Snell was cruising. Oh. He got in a little bit of trouble, and what was it? The sixth or Six. fifth or sixth uh, inning? It was sixth or seventh. Sixth or seventh? I think it was sixth. I think it was. Sixth. And he, I, I thought he was in the sixth inning, and he had seventy-four pitches or something yes. like that. Yeah, just about that. And they pulled him, and he was he uh. was up three-one. Or three zero? What was the score? Two zero? Oh no, they were they 3-1? were down two one. It, no, it was one. They were up one nothing. Up one nothing. Yeah, that's right. And so he two guys got on base. Yep. And they pull him. They got cutesy with the bullpen. Pulled him. Did even two? I thought only one got on base. Either way, maybe it was yeah. one. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. he, they all blend together. They were all really good games. Um, but ever you know they, that manager got criticized you know for for pulling him and rightly so blake snell won the cy young probably not last year probably the year before great young pitcher um he was cruising but i have to say man baseball was struggling they were in a bad spot they were trying to negotiate what to do with the season and blake snell's out there playing video games online and he Yo, bro, I got to get mine, bro. Yo, I, I need my I need my cash, man. I, yo, I ain't going for less. Plus this coronavirus. Again, all these boys are in the bubble. Here he is. No, they weren't in the bubble the whole year. I guess. So let me yeah. take that back. But it just he sounded like such a fool. And then World Series. Yeah, you got yours, bro. Oh man. Yeah, I uh, uh, I was really pulling for the Rays, so that really disappointed me. And um, I, I I believe in using analytics to an extent, but I just th- I just think yeah I, I think it's I think it's awful in basketball. Um, I think it's very it's misconstrued how much it benefits you there. Um, but you know like sometimes you just got to know the feel. Like you just got to use the eye test, and that that's just gone. It's like this nonsense where oh if you go through the lineup three times, he's got to get pulled. It's like dude, if you got an ace like. Can you imagine Steve Carlton pitching today, like laughing at like uh, this is your th- Pedro Martinez? Yeah, Pedro. Like, any of these guys? Like, oh, hey, it's the third Randy time. Randy Johnson. Yeah. Hey guys, third like, time in the lineup. You got to get out of there. Like they just be like, go go back to the dugout, dude. I I, I got this. Um, yeah. There's just no feel for the game. It's like, dude, you gotta you know you just gotta play it out. Like that guy was dealing. Like so what? Like one or two guys got on. It's same thing last year. Uh, you know the Astros pulled Granky after pitching a great game because he gave up he gave up a home run to probably the hottest player in in baseball over the last like two months. Uh, I know he's the the young guy on the Nationals who of course name is escaping Soto. Right now. Yeah, Soto. Like guy's a monster. He hit a home run. Like you know it's not like some like scrub hit a homer off him. And they pull Granky, and then boom, like they're you know the Nationals go on a on a tear the next two innings, and they lose the World Series. Like, yeah, sometimes you just gotta go with your gut and just go with your go with whatever. Your I wasn't sad yeah. to see him kind of get screwed. But yeah, I know, I know. I just yeah, I know. I hear you. I just to me like a- analytics are you know. For, hey, so the last thing we need yeah. to cover on the World Series, so the Dodgers win, and of course the big deal is. Justin in the Turner. ninth inning, Justin Turner gets pulled because all of a sudden he got COVID in the ninth inning. And then, so he gets pulled, gets put in isolation. They win the World Series. He comes back out on the field. He's not wearing a mask. He's, like, hugging people, taking pictures and stuff. And his teammates are making excuses for him. He's making excuses about he wants to celebrate. And everybody hates Justin Turner. And I'm going to let you talk first because I'm about to go in. So, go ahead. Uh... Yeah, like I well, I'm just still confused as to like when he when the first test came back, 
Okay, like, I'm about to go. Go ahead, because I'm about to go. Well, I was gonna say, from what this is what I from what I understand with my half-ass internet research, I understood that his first test came back positive in the second inning. So, mm-hmm. and like, forget like anything else. As soon as they get a first test back that says positive, like, he should have been pulled from the game. Why? Forget the fact that they even started the game without everyone's test back. That's, that's what I'm about that's to say. It. I was gonna so say that's a so side. Let me flip out okay, here because yeah, MLB. Everyone wants to say, you know, yell at Justin Turner. Turner, this is ridiculous. So, they MLB is putting these people out on a field with. So, are, do you are you saying that? You're putting them out there with testing or without testing. So you're taking a test, I don't know, that either the night before or that morning. You got a bubble. So everybody's in contact with the same people doing the same stuff, shoulder to shoulder doing the yeah. same stuff. So you're, you're taking a test either, I don't know if it was the night before or the morning of. You're sending it out to Utah. Where'd they play this game? Texas? Yeah, Texas. So you're, you're sending this out to Utah. Okay, question mark number one. So you're sending it out to Utah. And then you ain't testing them. How long does it take to run these tests? So then in in the second, third, fourth inning, whatever it was, it came back inconclusive. Oh, okay. Well, we'll put his sample aside from everyone else's and rerun it. So they rerun it. And then in the sixth or seventh inning, oh, Justin Turner's positive. Get him out of the game. You know, they're trying to, like, get the communications, you know, to this person, that person, everything. So, they, hey, Justin, the ninth inning, you tested positive. What? You all built this mousetrap. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, uh, if if somebody starts the game, you better have confidence that they do not have COVID. So how are you putting them out there? You're, they're either good to go or they're not. Like, in the middle of the game, all of a sudden, they're not good to go. So, okay, so say, so say now his teammates get sick from COVID. So ever so the whole national media and all that's going to want to blame him because he went out there to celebrate without a mask and all. And uh, okay, it's dumb. If I if someone told me I had COVID, and I was getting tested every day and I had COVID, okay, guess what? I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go stand next to people and give them hugs and stuff. I don't. No matter what happens, I'd put my mask on. I go out yeah. to second base and do an air guitar or something. But like. <laughs> How are you going to be able to prove that he gave COVID to them in, in the postgame ceremony and not in the third inning or not in the pregame warm-ups? Like this, how dumb is MLB was dumb the whole way, the whole time they did this whole season. How dumb are they the way they did this COVID testing and all and the bubble and all that? So how in the world are they in this bubble when and he got it and no one else got it? He's the oldest guy on the team. What's he do? He going? He's on. He's on Tinder, going out in Texas, yeah. trying to hook up with someone, or, or like he's ordering Popeyes. Or come on, like yeah. what? What uh, is this? You. This doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, it's a shame too because that's that's basically the topic of conversation now. Not the Dodgers winning the fall league championship. Um, yeah, I mean, I and even still, like, I in why Major League Baseball. Why they even then let him out of the dugout to celebrate? Like, forget the fact whether it's a well. They tried not. not to. They said he he like forcefully or very much well, that's, like refused I mean, that's, to be. That's like yeah. That that's like yeah. Well, I I won't get into a work example, but that's just dumb. Like, if you're telling, hey, dude, like, I mean, if you're if you're one of those security guards, you're trying to lay hands on him, and you know he got COVID. Well, I, I'm saying I, major, I I mean, like, somebody hey, bro, from major league, somebody from major league baseball should have been like, yeah, he's not. We're already. This is already a bad look that this guy played the whole game with COVID. Like, he's not going out there. Like, he can take. Forget, a, it's a bad look the way they did it. 
Well, that's what I'm it. saying. Forget yeah, it. it was already a bad look. Let's not, not, yeah, like, let's not they, amplify it. Yeah. It's not even a bad look. It's just bad. Like, you endangered everybody because yeah. of the stupid-ass way you did all this. Yeah. No, I don't I don't disagree. So Annoying. Um, anyway, that's all I got to say about the World Series. But you, you got anything else to add there? No, you know, I, I, I don't. I think uh, I'm excited for baseball next year. Like, the... The Phillies broke my heart once again, but uh, you know there's a lot of exciting players like a Rosarita. He he stole my heart, man. That guy is just, everybody's dude. He is he's all. Uh, I wonder how long he'll end up staying in Tampa Bay. Not uh, long, but uh, yeah. Well. But like, dude, he's so much fun. Like I, you know, I I can't wait till the world gets back to normal so I can go back out to the ballpark and watch my man Bryce go out there and hit homers. Uh, you know, track like all all the the, the the you know Mookie. All these young guys are exciting and they're. It seems like they're starting to get some of these stars are starting to get a big profile in baseball, which is kind yeah. of been the problem. Um, yep, all sports, good, man. So. Yeah, all yeah, right, it's fun. Hey, it so let's uh, let's move the needle. Uh, we're gonna touch on NFL here. Not we're not gonna touch on the whole league or anything like that. You know, it's week. It we're in the doldrums. It's week eight, not the doldrums, but like, oh, there's a there's a lot that's been played. There's a lot left, but there's one person who hasn't played that much. Antonio Brown is coming Oof. back into the He's league. Back. He's going to be on Tampa Bay. Back again. What are they going to do? Well, we're going to – we we were joking the other day. We're, we're setting the over-under at four and a half games. What do you what do you take in the amount of games this guy actually plays with the Buccaneers? Only because Tom, I think Tommy is, is somehow more of an alpha than anybody Antonio has even played with, more than Ben, more than himself. I I want to take the over, but dude, it it's a powder keg. Like I'm going under. I'm I'm going under. <laughs> four and a half's a good number. Four like, and a half. I'm going under. Dude, it's he may stay. We talked about this, he may stay on the roster. He ain't playing more than four and a half games. Uh, dude, I mean, Mike Evans is already struggling to get the ball. I just think I just think there's something. There's I mean, they got something. Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson who are doing great, it's, and then they got. Yeah. They got Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronkowski, Cameron Brait. They're all getting the ball, yeah. and then they got two running backs that are good, Rojo and uh, and Fournette. Dude, I yeah, and, they're they're okay. So Antonio Brown's some, not going to get some, seven catches a game, and he's gonna and he's gonna what? He's gonna be okay with that? Even if he's not getting catches, there's just there's just there's just some screws loose in that guy's head. That it's <laughs> yeah, that well, yeah. I'm more worried about that than like him being pissed off he's not getting the ball. I just think he's uh, you know. The last two years have showed you that guy is just not right with it. Do you think so. he sinks their Super Bowl? I mean, right now they're a Super Bowl contender. No, I don't, you think he well, sinks their no, Super Bowl? I don't think so because I think I. I you think, think you think you think he screws up big enough and is yeah. out of there by the time their Super Bowl hopes yeah. are down yeah. the drain? I think as soon as yeah, I think like you just, you just listed off a ton of a ton of depth they have at the position, and they got Brady back there. So I mean, you got Brady back there, you, dude. You always have a shot. So I think as soon as he gets out of line, they're going to say, okay, just stay home. We'll pay you the million dollars guaranteed you have. You're not going to meet any of these yeah, performance bonuses. Yeah, I four and a half games. I feel pretty confident in that under. I'm I'm sure on some betting site somewhere there is a prop bet for how many games that guy's gonna play. I would say catches. Take take the under. Take the under. Well, I wouldn't do catch. Who knows? Because like he can end two games. He could remember. Have 10 yeah, remember catches. that that first game with New England. It was. Well, I if mean, he plays he, four and a half games, so four games. Let's say thirty five catches. I mean, it could be over uh, under on that. I don't. I don't know. Eh, I'd probably still go under, but I probably uh, would. Yeah, I don't. Dude, I don't know what to get your popcorn ready. I have no idea. Yeah, he's some he's something else. Um, who yeah. do you who do you? So we're we're eight weeks in, right? Or is it, are we starting week eight? I don't know. 
Uh, you, I mean, I think we're me, all weak. Tell me the one team that you really believe in, and the one team that nah that they they might be you know five and one, four and two, but nah, that's that's. Oh, me. I mean, that's easy. The 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 Browns are five and two. They're 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 not doing anything. All right, so that's, um, yeah, that's your pretender. Who do you who who which 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 one of these top dogs do you really think is the real deal? Dude, uh, I mean, Kansas City could win again. I mean, it's hard to win back. To Can that. we? Sorry, let me and let me preface. Let me let me rephrase it. Outside of the Chiefs, give me give me because that's that's a given. Um, Who do you really believe? I, in? I don't think Green Bay. I, I got it all up now. I, I don't think Green Bay is gonna win it. I don't think Tampa Bay is gonna win it or anybody like that. Seahawks can win it. I don't think the Cardinals oh. are gonna win it. Um, the wild card that I like is Baltimore. They got a crazy defense. Lamar Jackson's a year older and wiser. They're not clicking yet, but man, when they do, uh, maybe maybe they're gonna click at the right time. I don't know, but yeah. I, I'd say maybe Baltimore. Uh, it, there's a, there's a couple of them. My boys, the Steelers. Are uh, well, good. I was gonna say I I'm all in on the Steelers. I think they got a great mix um, of running the they ball. They do, but I think they're the obvious they, choice now. And how many times is the obvious choice? Yeah, I, the, you know, Chiefs, I think... the Chiefs were the obvious choice last year, and they did it. So, no, nah, I, I mean know. I don't I don't know that they're obvious. I mean, you know, I mean schedule wise, if they had a tough schedule, I mean, have they had a tough a tough? No, they had an easy schedule. Yeah, so like I. You no, I don't think it's. They have an easy schedule the rest of the way. But I just they like don't, they, you know, don't, they don't. Like, they don't play a lot of a lot of big teams. That I don't think any team drafts better at wide receiver than they do. Um, you know, they got the quarterback. I they got some talent on defense. That they got some playmakers that I think you need that cha- that can change games. Um, I'm all in on the Steelers. I think you know they. It's hard to bet against the Chiefs coming out of the AFC, but if any team's gonna beat them, I think it's them. I, I don't. I like the Ravens. I just uh, I sound like an asshole about with Lamar. I still just don't trust them. And I think Tennessee just absolutely demolishing them last year still just sticks in my crawl. I think that was just right, right time, right uh, timing. I, I and, don't know. Uh, it's all about timing, dude. It, who knows? With and especially with COVID, nobody, yeah, nobody knows. So we'll see. My you a team that you said you think can win it all is my protect. I don't believe in the Seahawks. That. It's so funny that that what what used unlimited. to make what, what made them so dominant like that Russell defense Wilson, is, unlimited that, yeah that yeah, defense, they can win it dude that defense is terrible if they find if they find a lick of defense they can that, win yeah it. but that's what I'm saying I don't think they are I think the defense is terrible the secondary they give up so many passing yards every t- teams will, are always going to be in the game and as long as long as it's not completely out of control by the end of the third quarter yeah. All right, blah, blah, NFL, nobody cares. These teams all, whatever. Let's get to our parlay. Let's win some people some money. So who's your uh, – Well, first off, off, we we hit the parlay last week. Yeah, we did. Big, big time money that came in. We were a little nervous going into that third quarter with uh, Jordan's Jordan's, Jordan's under on the Patriots Niners. Let's go. Uh, We caught some some lucky injury breaks, uh, and we caught some some lucky – Was it? Was it luck? Was it? Uh, given your track record, yeah, I think it was. But, okay. uh, yeah, that's fair. Let's you know, let's 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 bring our savant back in. Let's let's bring Shea back in. He's he's still on the line, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Where's Hello it? again. There he is. <laughs> oh, God, All right, so let voice. hey, so so I'm I'll throw out my first and um I'm oh shoot no what? this is no this is right I'm still doing it I, I uh I'm going off the grid a little bit here um. College game. All right. Uh, I think this is conference. Is this is this conference USA? I don't know, but um, I, I man, I I, lo- I looked high and low. There, I didn't like a lot of stuff this weekend, but 
I'm actually going uh, the over. Right now, I'm looking at it 55 and a half. Memphis and Cincinnati. I'm going over. So it, that's a little bit off the grid. It's a noon game on Saturday. What's the over? But what the, are you looking at? The 55 and a half. Okay. I, to me, in my mind, I don't know if it's true, but like those teams in that that mid that uh, mid American or like you know that middle tier conference, they're um they're just scores so much, and 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 I I think it I think that's a good line based on the his, historical performance of these two teams. I, I'm taking the over. I, I think I think it's gonna be thirty some, thirty some, maybe even forty some. I'm all right. So you got the over there. I'm going to go with an over-under two. I told you the other day, I, I would want nothing to do with either of these teams. So I'm going to... Oh, no. God, I'm the worst. I, oh, I, no. Colts-Lions. Oh, no. Oh, God, I know. It's so bad. I, I just don't like... There's too many divisional games. And there's too oh, many, no. There's too many tight lines. Like, the Chiefs... Are you going over-under there? That's fi- I have it at 50 and a half right now. That's what I have. I'm going to go over... Uh, I think... I think the I think oh. the, I think the Lions defense. Oh, is, that's it, where we lose. I don't like the Lions defense. I think Philip Rivers could put up some points, and the Colts defense has been sliding a little bit. I think I think the the Lions can muster. Oh 20, gosh, 20, that's 20, like a twelve to four game. Uh, I think they can muster like two two safeties, twelve four. I got to do. It. I'm, oh. I'm gonna. It's the only thing I really feel good about. Um, oh, okay. Well, I feel terrible about it, so that's probably a good sign. I kind of like the over under in the Eagles Cowboys because I think both of those teams are such tra- like those teams are so bad that like the offenses might not even be able to capitalize. Eagles Cowboys, on- where's, yeah. where's that? It's forty three. Is that like- a, is that Monday night? Yeah, it's Monday. No, it's Sunday night. But like, oh, there but- it is, forty three. Both of those offenses, like we have no idea who's who's quarterbacking for the Cowboys. That and like the Eagles outside of Wentz, the Eagles are basically playing on offense with third stringers at every position. So like. They may not even be able to capitalize on how bad Dallas's defense is. So, I'm gonna roll with it, man. Uh, I I don't feel good about it, but I, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna roll it. Let's do it. Colts lines over. Over over oh. fifty. All right, fifty and a half. Yep. Case, okay. Case. What do you what do you like? What are you thinking, man? We, we usually kind of go halvesies on the third one. What what you have a suggestion? Uh, well, you guys are talking about American football. I can give you. Uh, what the rest of the world calls football. Oh, oh no. It. Let's do it. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, I, I use the, the app the score. I don't even know do they even have okay, what what day are we talking about here? Uh this would be Sunday afternoon. Sunday, so that's November first, right? Yes. Okay. Two fifteen PM. Oh God. Okay. Got it. Tottenham against Tottenham? Bright uh-huh. against Brighton. Tottenham, Tottenham to like I don't know what the what the line looks like on that app or anything, but Tottenham to win is should be a lock. I don't even know how to read this. It says one point five nine by Tottenham and it says four point eight zero by Brighton. What's that mean? Your guess is as good as mine on that. What's <laughs> the uh? Well, what's the odds? How do I, I mean? How do I bet this? I mean, what I'm seeing on uh, on NBC's. You know, Home kinda... minus one seventy, draw plus two eighty five, away plus three eighty. Oh, then they've updated it because I've got minus one sixty five for Tottenham. Okay, so that's but, what we're going with Tottenham to win. Yes, yeah, oh for sure. If you want to get squirrely, Ooh, we like oh, squirrely. I love being squirrely. If you want to get squirrely, Sheffield United on I think it's Saturday. Is that game four teamer? Sheffield Sheffield United against Man City on Saturday at 8:30 in the morning 
I don't hate the idea of Sheffield United clawing out a draw at home. Draw is plus 435. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, Tot- We're talking parlays. I mean, Tottenham should be should be like... Oh, we're going to lose because of Drew anyway, so don't it's, worry. Yeah, it's, it's well, going to happen. It, yeah, part of this is, as much as I dislike Tottenham, I can't I can't and won't bet on, on my Everton, uh, who at, this, at the time of this recording... No, let's not and, do that. No, let's not. But let me at least point out that, and so it lives on forever, that we are some, what, five games into this into, uh, Minus this 115. And Everton are top of the table. I will just First throw that out the there. First according to this app. Number one. Suck it, Liverpool. I don't <laughs> care that it's tied on points. It's a good I have no idea what that means. Liverpool and Everton are like, I literally... Uh, Look, I didn't ask like, for an explanation. I don't know. <laughs> They're less than a mile apart. There's a park oh, that wow. separates them, and they are like massively fierce rivals. So the fact that they're one-two in the Premier League right now is is fun. That's wild. Especially with us being on top. Just wow! That out there. Nice. That's what okay, said. so we are going with, like I said, the over in the Cincinnati game. We are going with the over in the Lions game. Yes. And we are going with Tottenham as our parlay. Let's go. Apparently, we're going to win this thing. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to keep rolling. Yep. That petty cash fund is looking sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, – we're going to – so, since we won last week, I think we won – I think we bet 10 and won like 60-something. So, we're going to roll the whole he, thing over. He means See, we bet 1,000 and won 6,000. That's what he means. That's 100% correct. And we're just going to roll the whole thing over See see what, what happens next. That's right, man. So go from there. All right, before we sign off here, um, just want to point out we got one more race left um, in NASCAR before the finals. My boy Keselowski still in it, still good to go. And for you F1 fans, Lewis Hamilton won this past weekend, and I think he's won 90 couple races, 92 or so. He he broke the record. A lot of uh, F1 fans never thought he would they would see that record broken. Um, and sure enough, Lewis Hamilton, and they, I think they race like 18 times a year and he, he's had, I forget how, how many years his career has been, but he's basically winning like half the races or more in his prime. Um, and so, yeah, winning. And so Lewis Hamilton broke the, broke the F1 record this past week. How about that? Um, anyway, great, great show guys. Um, we're going to get this under an hour. One of these times I really want to, but we're just having too much fun out here. So, um, Casey, thank you for being on the pod. We had a great time. Uh, we did. And real quick, we now have a, we got a Twitter account going. We are at two, the number two beers podcast. Follow us. Once I figure out how to uh, get rid of the privacy settings, uh, we're going to really get, get wild on that thing. Rip the lid off of it. Give Um, us a follow for sure. Yeah, and email. Hey, the whole point of this podcast is you could drink two beers and listen to it. Um, shoot us an email. Let us know if you were drinking any beers. We'll just shout you out. We'll let you, we'll, we'll read it. How, what kind of beers you were drinking while you were, you were listening to this? It's uh, TWO Two Beers Pod at gmail.com. Let us know. Perfect. All right, boys. All right. Until next week. Big kisses. Two Brew Crew. Let's go.